Previously, on the Adventure Zone Ethersea, exposure to ethereal water has strange effects on everyone. You have this seed crystal and this map, which is essentially like an anatomical diagram of a clam. These these green pulses of light are flashing through the doors and windows of the shithouse. Coming from these screw-shaped objects, the Coriolis is getting smaller. Shithouse is regular. Yeah. We're small. And then there's something at the far side of this room that is bigger than it's supposed to be. This is a ribbon worm. It is coiled all around the far wall of this room. I think I want to try to talk to No, you always want to try to talk to the thing. So y'all are bugging out? Yes. And the ribbon worm convulses, and the, the window that you were sailing toward in an instant gets covered with this thick white webbing, and the worm uncoils from the back wall and starts to dash in the direction of the Coriolis. Sometimes you eat the worm, sometimes the worm eats you. Right. We got a big you know? old greasy so, worm trying to get us. I yeah. wish, is this show? It's all show. Have to be, it could be. Should it be show? Like, it's starting to feel like it's show. It does feel like it's it's that. The, it's a cold open. The mask. It's the way we talk feel to the each masks. other. The mask is on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Suddenly it's, it switches from work lights to stage lights. You know? yeah, I wish yeah. it didn't happen at Christmas as often as it does. But well, yeah, like Hey, but here's year. what's up. I wish when I had been like, you had been like, J-Man, give me one of those classic characters. And I'd been like, mm, probably Monk with Fist of Fury. I wish you had maybe been like, you will mainly be in a submarine. Like most of your oh, fighting interesting. will be in a submarine. And I'll, I would have been like, do people come on it? I'm like, not really. It's mainly giant things that you fight in a submarine. Now. Because I feel like my skills, like if something's like, if a lever is jammed, yeah, you know, oh, for, yeah. for the sub, I could definitely hit it r- extremely hard. Or yeah, something was yeah. on a high shelf that like your yeah, normal arms couldn't sure. reach. Justin, yeah. um, I've no. never played a monk before. None of us okay. have. But do you think if, if, one. if we piloted the ship to above a bad, like floating right over, and Amber laid down on her tummy? Could her arms yeah. punch down through the floor of the ship? Yeah, but like, even then you're getting into water resistance. I mean, you're, you're, the uh, speed of the hitting. A hydrodynamic You element. can tickle the fish. It. Yeah. Well, didn't yeah. we, I mean, we were in the air for flotsam, right? Yeah, yeah. for a minute. Um, there were, yeah, I think, did you not punch any? You No, you did some bad failing, failing yeah. then, if memory first. Hey, let's roll initiative, by the way, if we can oh, just. Oh, oh, real quick. Oh, yeah, right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If we just play the game. Bitten. Yeah. By the worm. What's the tooth situation on this bad boy? Oh, boy, boy, boy. Uh, we don't know that yet, but it will become apparent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your boy Travis rolled a two plus a two. That's a four. If it becomes apparent, I refuse to fight a baby giant worm. Well, we've done it oh, before. Man. 14 yeah, for the Zooks man. That's a Does cool you know, nickname for him. I don't think that's it. Uh, we'll get there. How long? Uh, 15. Z-Man oh. feels better if we're going to do now, anything. Amber's like, leaps to the front, like, let me handle this. <laughs> let uh, me handle this one. Yes, Amber, actually, you are first in the order. But before that, we're going to, me and Devo, roll for position. Uh, this is not a ship, obviously, that you are in combat with. Well. Uh, but, so give me a plus speed roll. Oh! Uh, you got a 13 to beat. Well, I... 
Roll the eight plus five a thirteen. I yeah, you you have the higher speed score here, so I will uh, I will give you the win. So you are in position, and you get to pick uh, your gambit first. You know what? You know yeah. what? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna begin escaping. Okay. Nice. We're the size back. of a mouse. Yeah, sure. This is like if a mouse saw a boa constrictor and the mouse for some reason thought like, I think I can do that. I think I could take it. Well, most most mice don't have broadside cannons, but I will I will grant Even you that. Even that though. Even if they did. Um, okay, well, the worm then is going to regain ground uh, to try and win the next position roll. Uh, that is that is the gambit that they are doing. Uh, the, the escape gambit, the way that that works is you begin escaping with one gambit, and then the next time you become in position, you can escape the encounter. Uh, okay, but I have to win the next position. You got to win the right? next position okay. roll. Correct. Uh, okay, so now we are at the top of the order. The first person to go is Amber. Amber, just to set the scene again, you are in a basically gigantic version of the shit house. There are these weird black screw-shaped things that have uh, burrowed into like everything. Uh, only a half dozen of which seem to be uh, alive still. You determine that they were organic, but nothing really beyond that. And are flashing this sort of green light from within. Uh, this giant ribbon worm, which is to, to scale with the room, uh, like a, a huge 30 foot long boa constrictor sized thing. Uh, Even bigger. I don't think a boa constrictor is 30 feet long. I said that, but. As an anaco anaconda from the movie Anaconda. Yeah. Um, Except uh, it has, does want some. It does want some of your tasty shit, Buns. you think. Just based on how it is swimming toward you. Uh, it has also been sort of shooting out this uh, webbing stuff from its mouth that has been spreading over the room. Uh, that is the situation. It is swimming toward you to attack, but you, Amber, with your reflexes, uh, you are able to act first. What do you want to do? Okay, so at this point, could yeah. I regain ground as well? No. Gambits are just for pilots to perform. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, what would, what would one do in this situation? Talking is a free action, right? Yeah. So talking is a free action, sure. Can we talk about what to do? Um, within, I, is there anything I can do to... Here, is there anything I can do to help us go faster? The, um, the, the, it was attracted to the, um, the blinking things. Do we have any things that blinks that we can, you know, distract it with? Uh, how, are we close to any of those blinking things? Within, yeah, fairly, fairly close to one. They're sort of scattered out around the room. So you are within. I want to fire the slug launcher at one of them. Okay. As a distraction. Sure, go ahead and make an attack roll. What's this look like, by the way? When I don't know that we fired a weapon on the Coriolis before. Uh, what's what's it look like when you like uh, are are activating one of these things? Is it like a you know Millennium Falcon pod thing that you drop down into? Is it or is it like an Atari joystick? Yeah, what's it? What's it look like? Oh man, see, I have such a terrible visual imagination. Uh, imagination, like in my head, it was a big flashing button. That's <laughs> you great. Know, a big, I mean, you a thrilling you, button. You say that, but you also came up with the bladder propulsion system and color tone for the ship. So I think you, you've that's got true. a stronger. Eye I've earned a lazy button. Yeah, yeah. That's all they do on Star it's Trek. A, okay, they press a button and it fires off photon torpedoes or something. Right. Shit. It was the last them. person to you. In addition to um. Uh, having a real 70s aesthetic, uh, the last person to own the Coriolis uh, also had a hard time remembering what the different buttons and switches did. Okay. Uh, so this one just says boom, like okay. written on a piece of tape <laughs> and in there. Uh, okay, it just cool. says boom. They had to do the same thing for William Hartnell there towards the end of his sure. run on Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, roll an attack roll. You're rolling plus sensor, which is plus three. So a D20 plus three as you aim the slug launcher at one of these black screw-shaped objects and fire. So D20 plus three. Roll good. Yeah, we have That's a, uh, wow, a natural 20. Whoa, holy shit. Extremely good. That's about uh, as good as you can do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this thing with- to this inanimate object. I'm gonna yeah. fucking annihilate it. Yeah, well, I mean, with surgical precision, you watch this this screaming white hot slug go f flying out of the side of the Coriolis and 
perfectly hits this thing. And it explodes in this burst of, like, green bioluminescent goo. Uh, And when that happens, it does let out, like, a bright flash of green light uh, that seems to uh, attract the attention of uh, this, this ribbon worm and slow its... Uh, it was charging directly head-on at you, uh, but you, you've you managed to sort of slow it down a little bit as it looks to see that you've destroyed these things it's been eating. Well, damn, I thought that would be the cannon. Why would you label the slug launcher boom and the broadside cannon shoot? Here, I'm switching these. Is that all right with everybody? Well, just, just to make us say slug. But this one and, and I don't have a marker. I and we're in a hurry. There has to be a marker somewhere. She rips off the tape on both the buttons and swaps them back. So slug launcher says shoot. Broadside cannon says boom. This is good because then it's B for uh, broadside and S for slug. Okay, got I'm it. I'm confused now. Ah shit. Uh, that felt a lot like that scene in Independence Day where Will Smith is trying to figure out the controls of the alien spaceship, and that's good. He turns that's it upside down. Yeah, that was, that was something very there. good to me. Uh, okay, uh, next up is Zooks. Zooks is, I assume, standing near the flashing things, too. Uh, I mean, you're standing on the ship. The ship is sort of in the middle of the room now because you guys got cut off while trying to uh, shoot out of one of these windows. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, you're in the same the same position. You could probably get another shot off at one of these, these flashing things, too, if you wanted. Well, um, he wants to fire the... Can he shoot the slug launcher? Uh, no, no, no. Weapons can only be used once once per round, but you do have other weapons. Okay, let's just say he got confused and he thought he was shooting the slug launcher, so he pushes the one marked S. Right. And it no, turns out that that's the that's broadside. B. That's boom. Yeah. Okay, god damn it. What have we done? <laughs> yeah, you made it about as confusing as possible. So you're firing a broadside cannon launch at what? At another one of the uh, flashing things. Okay, uh, roll a d20 plus sensor, plus three. A 13 plus three is 16. Uh, yeah, that's a hit. Roll, uh, because you didn't crit, I want you to roll uh, damage here. So that's 2d8 plus four bludgeoning damage. Now, the broadside cannon has the reload tag, which means it cannot be used in the next round of combat. Okay, that's a seven, six plus one, and then again. Okay, then that that's what you rolled. Yeah, so you got uh, seven plus four bludgeoning. That that's enough. Uh, it's not quite as clean as a uh, as the slug launcher shot. It takes out like a decent chunk of the, uh, you know, the wall that this thing was burrowed into. But it explodes also, uh, and now this this ribbon worm is getting a little bit frenzied as it sort of surveys the room and sees that there's only uh, four of these things left. It is now the Ribbon Worm's turn, though. Um, Ah, the worm has turned. The worm has turned. Uh, Devo, make a speed saving throw for the ship, please. Is that just a d20 roll? That's a d20 plus five. Uh, 10 plus five of 15. Uh, that's a tie also, and I'm not sure what to do about that one. Uh, if a creature rolls to save versus a player's NPC, the defender wins the exchange. Okay, you you win the exchange on this one. Uh, so it shoots out uh, a bunch of these white webs uh, directly at the Coriolis, and it it hits the ship, and you hear this sort of sickening splattering sound. Uh, as as these these white webs are, are sprayed across the hull of the ship. And it almost sounds like they are constricting a little bit, like you hear this sort of groaning metal sound. Uh, but with your saving throw, uh, D- Devo, you, you know, with a quick tug away from the, the ribbon worm, you peel away from it. And uh, you definitely take some of this webbing with the Coriolis, but you rip it away from the ribbon worm and you hear it screech uh, in protest oh, as uh, it does so. Um, okay, we're back uh, to the position roll. Let's uh, let's get it going. Devo, this is, a, this is a big one. So roll d20 plus five. Thank you. 15 plus five, 20. 30, 20. Yep, that does it. Okay. That's a, that is a success. You are electing to escape then? Yes. 
Okay, what's it? What's it? What's it look like? Where are you? How are you uh, getting out of this this room? Getting out of uh, this situation? So Devo, now knowing that the window is closed off, dives back under the, like the bunk bed pattern, and it's like doing kind of a weaving between beds, attempting to, you know, it's a worm, right? So if I can get it to weave after me, it's going to get all tangled up in the beds, right? Okay. So I'm trying to weave my way through the beds to get back to the main uh, entrance slash exit. Okay. Uh, you're going. So wait, you're going back out the door that you all came through, or you're pushing whatever the, the closest the exit is. Yeah, I'd say it's probably the window you were trying to get through uh, when when you were first trying to escape. Then yes, that's what I'm going for. Okay. So you lead this thing on a, a wild goose chase around the room uh, and peel away from its its webbing as it tries this one last ditch attempt to tie y'all up, but. Uh, with the su- the surprisingly nimble Coriolis uh, manages to uh, get out of the window that you were first trying to escape from and move on uh, deeper into the clam. For a moment, you see behind you the ribbon worm break through the wall of, of the shithouse, uh, attempting to catch up to you all. Um, and it is... It, it, it is approaching with more speed than you would assume it possesses. Um, and then almost like a, a, a ripcord has been pulled. This ribbon worm gets pulled back into the shit house, and it, it gives like one last shriek, one last pain shriek, uh, and then disappears and is no longer behind you. Well, damn, now I'm super curious as to what happened there, but I'm not going back. Okay, then keep on pressing on, pressing on. I mean, into this right, game. guys? <laughs> I mean, it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know what else we do, we do at this point. I would like to know Ew. what just ate the worm, but we should get out. You do said you it got, really sucked back know? In, got sucked back into the shit house, right? Yeah, yeah, into the sh- into the shadows, mm. uh, you, and you, you cannot see. Now nah, we should go. Here. This is what fucked yeah, us up was... last time. Come on. Go, go, okay, go, 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 go. All right. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything, your products, content you create, or even your time. What what influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone 
and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So. Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2 schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter. In case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Hey, excuse me, everybody. I just uh, wanted to say a few words about the beautiful couple. I've known you two for a long time, and you get along like peanut butter and chocolate. Or, you know, like like uh, comedy and culture, like uh, Maximum Fun Podcast. <laughs> Actually, they're having a block party from October 11th to October 22nd, and that's kind of like your party, right? You have a community of friends and family, and Max Fun has a community of shows and audiences that support them. You're having a new start with your life together, and Max Fun will be putting out new episodes that are especially welcoming to new audiences. So it's a great time to introduce your friends to your favorite show or jump into one you haven't tried Is before. He still talking about podcasts? And they're setting up a volunteer event where we can help out our local communities. Plus, Maximum Fun is going to have games, prizes, Episode Rex, so much other fun stuff. What's wrong with Kyle? Is he okay? Oh! <laughs> anyways, anyways, sorry for getting carried away there. If it's all right with everybody here, let's all raise our glasses for a toast to the Max Fun Block <sighs> Party, which you can learn more about at maximumfun.org slash block party, and don't forget to join in on October 11th. Actually, that... That sounds pretty cool. You all leave uh, the shit house in your rear view mirror as you, uh, you you go deeper into the clam. Devo, it doesn't take you long to find like that same ridge in the shell that you were following, uh, heading back toward toward the back of the clam. As you are moving further back here, like the the junk starts to fade away. Like there is not quite as much debris just kind of floating around in the water. And another sort of huge geographical feature sort of becomes more present back here. And that is this big pink fleshy wall uh, that is almost forming like a valley that the Coriolis is, is, is now shooting through. Uh, between the side, like the the uh, the shell and this big fleshy thing, which you can Just see say, on the map, is it the tongue. What is that? I don't know. Well, in a clam, it's called. Uh, and according to this anatomical map, it is the foot of the uh, wow. of the clam, which is basically its tongue. It's what it sticks out to move itself around the uh, move itself around the ocean floor. Um, so you are now going through this gulch, and maybe another half hour of going through here, you finally reach the back wall of, of the clam. Basically, this valley terminates at this, this huge wall. You can see the uh, sort of the, 
mouth, I guess, of the clam, still pretty well above you. You are you are underwater at this point, and the ridges all seem to kind of uh, meet back here at the back wall. Uh, make a make an arcana check for me, Devo. Nat twenty. Holy shit. I think that's Dang. I made two Arcana Nat 20s last time. No, I know. Fair. This is this is bananas. Devo's okay. good at magic. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I mean you're so good at magic, like you are plugged into the arcane sort of flow of the ether sea at this point mm-hmm. so much that you can tell the source of this power, the source of the compression magic. It is like undeniably strong. And it is emanating from below this this foot, which is pressed flush to the shell. Like it's like saying it's underneath this this mountain that you can see in front of you. But it is without a doubt the thing that is making this this anomaly that Benefactor Orlean told you about is below there somewhere. I will also give you with a roll that that bodacious. There is a another sort of strong arcane energy signature that feels a little bit more uh, organic. Uh, In front of the ship, there is like this big uh, pink, about the size of your ship, like a fleshy sort of node that is hanging off of the back of the shell. Uh, There are some sort of like striations in it that are shining light from out of it, almost like a lantern. They're a little bit too tight for you to like, for instance, get the Coriolis through. Um, But there is a a life signature, a very powerful sort of magical life uh, energy signature coming from this this nodule. I want to get, just kind of thinking about it, I want to do a quick check to make sure we know where the crystal is. Uh, Yeah, you've got it. Uh, You can say, Amber, you have it in your your, your I mean, that felt right, but I want to be presumptuous. Yeah. Uh, If... If it, by the way, if it's been a couple of weeks, it, we need to use the crystal to like. You need to use the, the crystal anomaly. to like, yeah, to give the anomaly form so that you can contain it somehow. Yeah. But right now, it's like trying to, you know. And Brother Orlean said, if we do that, he'd go with us willingly. That's the whole. That's and the, give us that's more the, money. That's and, the MacGuffin. Well, he would give you more money if you then gave him whatever uh, it was right. that you contained. Um, so I think moral choice. Just on the horizon. Mm-hmm. The delectable moral quandary. I think we might need to get smaller. Oh, fuck that, though. Really? Well, but see, we, right now we cannot fit into this thing. We cannot get under this pinky thing. But oh. if we were smaller, if I turn the engine back on, and then the magic bounces around some more. We get uh <laughs> we're gonna be like plankton. Well eventually I we wanna I, be smaller. If we capture the the thing in the crystal, I assume that we will get Oh, I assume that we will get big again. Assuming makes an ass out of you and Ming. Well, I you know Ming. Can Zooks do a nature check <laughs> to see if one of us can fit under it? Thanks. Make a nature check, Zooks. Let's see what you got. Justin, I really like that joke. That was really good. I thought I had a whole story about him, but I mean, I guess he, nobody wants to hear it. Yeah. He's uh, a taxidermist. <laughs> oh, yeah. He does nice, actually nice work. Taste. If you ever, yeah, it is. And you know, it's like, is that alive? It's not, but like, you could be forgiven for thinking that. Was somebody doing something? Yeah. Uh, no, Zeus no, was, uh-uh, not. No. You got a seven. Um, <laughs> I, will, I will give you this for a seven. Zooks, I think maybe you can just read this anatomical map a little bit clearer. That nodule on the back of the wall is a ganglion, which is like a cluster of like a, a central nervous cluster for the clam. Basically, it's a kind of brain sort of situation that can, uh, you know, operate certain motor functions. That is that's what that is. That nodule thing in front of you. Okay. I share that information. Okay. Thank you. Oh, maybe if we uh, oh, tickle it, then the, it will move uh, its uh, pinky thing. Oh, all these technical terms, I'm so sorry. We tickle the clam, and <laughs> it moves its tongue. Foot. Foot. I don't know. I am not a clamologist. Well, um, 
I can go out and tickle it if you'd like. Fuck yes. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, send Dad out to tickle the clam. Yeah, you nasty burger, tickle that clam. <laughs> All right. Zooks, you're going uh, off, off say ship. It. Say it, Griffin. Yeah. I don't want to say it. It's Say he's going uh, to who? It's an, I, I just decided it's an oyster now just to sort of... The yeah, terminology I'm gonna go, is getting I'm gonna, Amber's going to go to her room. Because I don't really like anything that's happening right now. <laughs> yeah. see how- Sometimes Amber just needs a little space yeah. from the situation. Okay. Uh, all right, Zooks. You uh, hop out into uh, the water and f- foot toot your way uh, on over to this thing. Yeah. Make a... I I have a quiet way before he does sure. that. I, I've been thinking about this now a couple times. Is there any way, could or could we devise a way... For us to be, when we go out into the water, to be, like, anchored to the ship, right? Because I feel like we've gotten into a couple circumstances now where somebody, like, swims away from the ship, some shit happens. Yeah. And we can't get them back quickly enough, you know? And I feel Um, like the last time someone swam away from the ship to the clam. It doesn't feel like something we could do in the field. No, (laughs) yeah. A rope? A tether? I mean... We could go all uh, Hail Mary project and use a tether. Yes. Uh, if you want to use, since you are not using the, um, the, the engines aren't powered, right? So you're not using the bathysphere. We can say that you can use the cable that sort of tethers the bathysphere to the ship if you want to hold on to that, Zooks, while you go into this thing. Okay. Cool. Uh, um, all right. You get up to this thing. It is uh, as you get closer to this this ganglion. It is uh, the, these like slices in its uh, you know e- exterior fleshy skin uh, that you can see into. There is there are just like neurons firing inside of it uh, at the scale that you are at now. You think you could like get get in there if you if you you know really squeezed in. <laughs> well then guess what yeah he's gonna yeah, squeeze sure. in alright uh, Devo and Amber you see Zooks or I guess uh, Amber if you really are in your room just Devo yeah. uh, Devo you see Zooks slide into one of these gaps uh, tethered by this this. well cable. just before he does he turns back to the ship and does these elaborate gestures uh, thinking he's communicating with Devo but in essence since his you know, digits are, are just coral. He doesn't coral. Really get the message across. Sure, sure. But he uh, thinks okay. he's doing something really cool. Um, I'm I'm just going to, I don't know if, if this is the right time to do it, but I'm going to ready in action. I've got my hands like on the wheel, ready to the, like throw her in reverse, you know what I mean? And, and reel this boy in. Okay. Zooks, you... As you enter this thing, those gaps narrow, and then it's just sort of you and the the sparking of neurons uh, as you enter into the brain of this clam. Uh, and you're like, telepathic link is typically something that you have to like effort to engage. Uh, but now you are like, you've never swum into the brain of a thing, right? So it is almost overwhelming as you are buffeted with the thoughts of this enormous, this enormous bivalve you're inside. In fact, go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw for me, Zooks. Shit. Five. Uh, the, wait, don't I have the thing? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't wait, I have just the, a, wait, just Doesn't a he moment. have the thing? Wait, he's don't got I the thing. I haven't used the thing where I can re-roll, right? From something from Devo? Inspiration. Bardic do you, I don't think you have bardic inspiration right now. Do you? No, Daddy, you should have checked it on your character sheet. If you do have it, there's a little spot where you can keep track of it so nobody can refute you in the future. Yeah, right now, I can check for inspiration. The last time bardic inspiration was used, I believe, was for Amber, which she used on the repair. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I have all of my dots. Zooks, you are, you are panicked by this uh, overwhelming like wave of... Uh, of of thoughts as you swim into the, the central nervous system of the clam, uh, and you take five points of psychic damage. Uh, I, and I, may I use? I want to cast a spell. I want to cast speak with animals. 
Uh, okay, yeah. I'll take the five damage, but sure. just, I mean, this seems like a time to use it. Yeah, I mean, if not now, then when? Uh, and okay, I'll go take ahead a lot of damage. Okay. You're you're doing okay. You're, you're kind you're of the tank, enough. too. I mean, you're a war for, you're made of metal and coral. I'm made of um, paper and dreams. And, and teeth. <laughs> um, okay. You cast speak with animals and go ahead and make that wisdom saving throw now with advantage because now like it's not just impulses and instinct that you are being buffeted by. It's, uh, it is words and you know those. Um, that- oh my God. That's a critical failure. Oh my God! But you got advantage. It's a nine. Okay. <laughs> here's here's what I will offer you, Zooks. Um, you feel that panic again, uh, and you feel it, like you have this splitting headache, but you see like a way forward. You see a way to categorize these these thoughts that are coming at you. Uh, but in order to sort of do that, you realize in order to form this sympathetic link with this thing, uh, it's not going to be a one-way street. You will be able to, you know, un- understand it and process these thoughts a little bit and communicate with it. But it is going to be able to access you in a way that maybe you are not accustomed to. But that's love, isn't it? <laughs> mm, gosh, that's beautiful. That's clam Thank love. You. That's Thank you for that for minor Travis. We okay. got a thing we call <laughs> clam love. Mm. All right, I have a question for you. On the spell, sure. it says wisdom save two. When you cast speak with animals, they have to make a wisdom save, right? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. Animals aren't particularly wise. That wouldn't be a very thrilling yeah, no, it's, it's speak with animals is a you thing. Like, it grants you the ability to speak and comprehend the language, language of beasts. Yeah. So it's not something you're casting on them. It's something you cast on yourself. Okay, so Zooks thinks, um, shh, calm down. I am a friend. Can you notice the foot? Never mind. I'm not seeing any of this. Nah, nah. I, found a mag- <laughs> I found a magazine about horses. I love okay. that. From our perspective, you're reading a magazine about horses in Amber's place, and Diva just has his hands on the wheel, realizing he has no way to communicate with Zooks. I don't know what's happening in there. Maybe there will be a tug right, on the Amber comes. Amber comes out and talks to. Uh, Amber comes out because she's bored. She finished your magazine that she found. Um, whoa. She stares for a long time, and maybe she sneaks up on on Diva so he didn't notice she was there. What <laughs> is? Sorry, sorry, I was just uh, feeling a little tense. Yeah, what's he uh, doing? Uh, he went in. Uh, I thought he was going to like poke it, and he went yeah. inside of it, and he has been He's gone in it. Yes. Oh, man. Well, hey, he had a good run. Do you have anything you want to say about him uh, before we head out? I don't know how to get the end of the, of the tether back. Um, the- oh, well, yeah, we can disconnect it on our end. We got to head out of here. We don't want to be next, right? Uh, well, uh, man, I have uh, seemed like a good dude, though. Come on. On a different note, have you seen my horse magazine anywhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I left it in the um. I left it. It's in Amber's place, but it's, that kind of means it's mine. So you want to go? Ahead, sh- we should take off. He's dead. Well, right? He's only been in there about two minutes. How long does it take to be fully digested by a clam? That's I not don't find out. That's not, that's honestly modeling. That's not. Its I could belly. do that. What? That's like its uh, brain, not its belly. It's he's in its brain. I'm sure he's fine then. Can you think, please? <laughs> Let's go. But you said digested. The brain does not digest. Well, something's bad's happening. I don't know what brain's version of digested. You know what? I've digested a good book before. Oh, uh, this is a good point. You have me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe metaphorical or not, we should head out. This. I sucks. think we can give him at least five more minutes. 
All right, I'm setting the timer. And she hits the big button labeled timer. <laughs> and a, can- a cannon a cannon fires off into the wall. Of- <laughs> Why is this the depth charge? Uh, all right, back inside the brain. Uh, Zooks, you... I just want to can- say, this is really cool inside here. Oh, I'm sure. And he's yeah. a little bit, he's kind of just floating around. And it's has- like that scene in Interstellar, you know? This show has too many pop culture references. We should be forging. It's like Fantastic Voyage. No, it's more like what I thought. Donald Pleasant. It's like Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. It's a little slow. It's like Mr. Magorium's (laughs) Wonder Emporium, and then I haven't seen it. Uh, Zooks, this, this, uh, it's like you are in the middle of uh, like a crowded room. Uh, but then one by one, the voices start to mimic one another until there is just sort of one voice speaking. And finally, you hear it say, Is someone there? And yes, I guess, if you want to get metaphysical, I don't know. There's, there's kind of, yes, I am here. My name is Zooks Anthalay, and... I am so tickled to meet you. What, what is your name? Are you inside or outside? Um, I am inside um, a, a brain, which I assume is yours. It would be wild if it wasn't, Dad. Uh, when you say that, uh, obviously they, you know, they can't hear this conversation, but when you say that, uh, Amber and Devo, the clam moves a little bit, uh, but even that little bit of movement is enough to sort of rock shit around in here. Uh, the foot lifts up for just like a, a, a few feet and then slams back down, sending up like a wave of dust uh, that, that, that kicks up into the water. Uh, Zooks, you hear this voice say, My brain? Yes, I, at least I think it is. I see all these ideas and flashes and these really pretty ganglia. I, uh, I, I, I gotta tell you, this, this is, this is one of the coolest experiences of my life. <laughs> Are you food? No, no, mm-mm. no. Although I've had some experience with food, mostly mushing it. Apparently, according to my crewmates. Uh, but no, I'm not food. I'm I'm a friend. A friend. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I I made my way in here to get um uh, get familiar with you. Very empty. And then that word just sort of resonates around this chamber. Uh, make another wisdom saving throw. Doing so well with that. Dirty twenty. Oh yeah. Yeah, that'll do. It takes you a, a couple seconds, but you manage to focus the voices back into one voice, uh, and you find yourself getting a little bit more comfortable with like this thing's panic, and you know, figuring out how to not lose communication with it. Uh, so you you stay in control here, and the voices stop uh, saying saying that word. Stop saying empty, uh, and the clam says, "I'm very different, aren't I?" I am. I don't know. You're. I, I mean, aren't we all? I mean, look at. Can you see? Do you have any idea what I resemble? I mean, I've got. Coral head and coral, you know. I think I don't know about different, but I think you're amazing. Uh, when you ask this thing if it can see, you start to feel this panic wave come on again. But then when you say that it's amazing, it's it stops. Uh, you get the impression that asking this thing questions that a a clam might not even know how to answer. Like for instance questions about sight uh, is is enough to send this thing into sort of an existential panic. Uh, 
So, so with that dirty 20, I will also give you that you need to be careful not to ask this thing questions that a clam would have literally no way of knowing how to conceive of. But then let me say this. Yes, you are different, but different is remarkable. It, it, there is nothing bad about being different. Different is just fascinating, and you are absolutely fascinating. But why do you feel empty? Not me. You, it says. And in this moment, this like sympathetic link is so powerful that you feel like you are also the brain of this clam. And you feel like you have motor control of of its of its body in this moment. Uh, you feel you feel this vastness, this uh, infinite expanse inside of it, like it is inside of you. Uh, and you feel all you feel an entire ecosystem sort of floating around inside of you and feel the immeasurable wrongness of it all. Um, and you feel the hinge of its shell and you feel the foot. It takes you a while to get there, but you can you can feel it like it is your own. Is it safe to say that Zooks is able to do this because he has experience uh, dealing with um, like the souls that you know, gave him life? You, I don't think at this point it's safe to say anything. <laughs> this is you've you've spoken to animals before. You have never had this where you have almost become the animal. And in this moment, like there, the the division between Zooks and Clam is like I- I- indiscernible. You're being John Malkoviching the Clam, somewhat. Yes. If Zooks has that much control, I think he's going to make it <laughs> move the foot. Okay. And like take a couple of steps. Well, it's just like oh. its tongue. Yeah. It's, it's, it, when I say foot, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it is a huge, you know, that fleshy meaty tongue. part in the clam. Yeah. 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 That it can stick out of the clam to move itself. Uh, so for, for all intents and purposes, it is a, it's an enormous tongue inside of the clam right now. Okay, that's, uh, that's even more disturbing than oh, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, I think he's going to use that to make it move away from whatever it is it's covering up. Yeah, and I yeah, think you that would be with a big squatch, squatch, squatch kind of thing. Yeah, you, uh, Devo and Amber, you see this big pink fleshy mountain lift up off the floor, which kicks up another sort of cloud of debris, uh, and it forms a gap that is uh, surprisingly tall, like definitely tall enough for you to get the Coriolis under. Um, And from underneath it, you actually see that dust cloud that it kicked up get sucked back in uh, very quickly uh, by this just bright white, very, very slowly uh, like oscillating light. Um, that is coming from from deeper inside of this basically like cave almost that that has formed here. Uh, can we reach it with the tether still intact? I mean, yes. Okay, so you could let- get down to the the mouth of the thing, right? You could get down to this this cave entrance, but you know how deep you can go into it, you do not know. Uh, okay, well then I'm gonna head towards the cave. Okay. And when we get close, whoo, uh, retract the tether. Uh, I can enter a cave, right? So the tongue was covering some kind of cave, right? Yeah, I mean, the tongue was covering the floor of this clam, uh, which now you can can access. So if the Uh, tongue lowers back down with us in there. It will crush you. Okay, then I'm not going to retract the tether. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that would be an ig- ignominious end. Is that how that word's pronounced? Sure. Ignominious? Ignominious. Sure. None of this is right. Let's just move into position so we can get a better look at what it was covering. Okay. Zooks, you feel a ship uh, fly down uh, the, the, the ridge of your shell uh, down toward uh, the base of, of your shell. Uh, which is fucked up and weird. Um, you hear the voice again, Zooks, uh, and it's becoming less monosyllabic, I guess. Uh, and you hear it say, Are you a clam as well? I feel like one. I feel like one now. But no, I am, uh, I am a brinar. Um, I'm sort of a a living construct um, made of coral and um, what was it you said? Dreams? Um, so I'm kind of different too. <laughs> when you said dreams, you felt that sympathetic link weaken just a little bit. And uh, outside in the ship, you see the foot lower, just, just quiver just a little bit alarmingly. I will grant you all this because I feel like this scene is is not going to resolve without it. With the tether to the bathysphere, there is like, that is, it, it powers the thing, right? It powers the vessel. I will also grant you all that you can communicate to one another now. Now that okay. Zooks has like managed to like, uh, you know, lasso this Bronco, you feel like you can communicate now through the through the tether. Zooks, if you can hear, um, we are moving into position to get the, um, I don't know, the thing, whatever this thing is from underneath the foot. So whatever you are doing, uh, keep doing this until we are not underneath it anymore. Can Zooks answer back? You can try. Um, Are you the... Creatures outside of my shell? Oh, boy. Um, Zooks, this is Devo and Amber. We're in the Coriolis. We... Hello? I'm listening. Okay. Just stay with us, buddy, okay? We're going to get you out in just a second. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, shit. Yes, Amber, Gosh. I know the timer, but I'm talking. Ah, oh, dang, I... though. Sheesh. Yes, but I'm talking to Zeus. Just when it was getting good. All right, come on. Uh, uh, so, Griffin, can we see the singularity? Is it a um, black hole? You can see where the light is coming from. It's coming from a fissure. In the ground, F I. This is gonna, that's a very confusing word to use in our <laughs> undersea uh, uh, adventure game here. But it is like a, a crack in the ground. You can't necessarily tell the scale of it because it's like you know pretty well in this this cave. But that white light is coming from a, a crack in the ground deeper in the cave. So, Amber, why don't you take the crystal and you swim down and you get it? Yeah, yeah, that seems good. Get things moving. All right. Okay. I'm going to get my vapor suit on. Sure. And uh, head on out. I mean, obviously, but I'll go ahead and say it because I know you, your sneaky DM tricks. You'll try to trip me up. Uh, how uh, how are you positioning the, the Coriolis? Are you getting any closer or are you going to make Amber, you know? I'm getting as close as I can without, like, pulling on the tether. Okay, I what I will grant you then is you can get over the fissure, so yeah. it's just just below you. And, and now that you're in this position, I think the cable is pretty taut. I don't know that you could necessarily go much deeper in here without yanking Zooks out of the brain of this thing. Which, like, after your conversation with him, you don't know what that would mean for Zooks yep. at this point. Um, but this this crack in the ground that this light is emanating out of is is too small for the Coriolis to fit through. But seems like. Amber, you think you might be able to get down there. A lot of spelunking in this episode. It's spelunking after spelunking after spelunking. So, so I could get, I could swim down to Zooks. No, Zooks is outside. Here's what I see, right? We have the thing hanging above that Zooks is in, and then a line going down to the Coriolis, 
And then underneath the Coriolis, further down, is the crack in the bottom of the, of clam. the clam. That the so light is is Coriolis is between the... you and Zooks if you go down. I feel like this is the best the best shot I have is to keep heading towards the crystal. Oh yeah. And use the, the cable to like, you know, pull myself along. Well, the cable is going back up, right? Like actually, Griff, paint the ge- paint the scene again because I feel like yeah. the geography of this is so complex. Yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 listener, sure, sure, how, sure, what sure, should sure. they be envisioning? To to sort of paint the geometry here to give you a better you know, jumping off point, Amber, you all are at this point, the Coriolis is inside of this. I I keep saying cave. The ceiling is the fleshy tongue of this clam and the floor is the shell. Uh, Outside of this is that nodule that Zooks swam into back, uh, you know, several hundred yards uh, that the cable is leading to. The fissure is directly beneath the ship now, inside of this this quote unquote cave, uh, and it is it is immediately below you. So we got three levels, right? The top is where Zooks is, the middle is where the ship is, and the bottom right. is where the fissure is. Yes, correct. Okay, and it's all in water. Is there where's where's the water? You're all in water. Yeah, you're well. Okay, you're deep in underwater water. Okay. at this point. Got it. Um, I'm going to swim down into the fissure to try to reach the anomaly. Okay. Uh, you're putting the crystal, I, I'm assuming you have like a dive bag or something, right? That the, a fanny that, bag. That, yeah. Right. Like this is a, it, it, it's a dive fanny bag. It, it, this, this crystal you can tell is like a salt crystal almost. So you don't, you don't, uh, you know, you don't know how that's going to go if you just like expose it to water right now. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, you tuck it in your dive fanny pack. That's that, that works. Could it be a finny pack? Oh, fuck, that's that's so good, Uh, Dad. All right. Amber, how are you feeling right now? Because this is, I I, want to stress, diving into the bottom of a clam to go into a narrow crack that is wide enough for your body to get down and not much wider than that, uh, it seems like it would trigger uh, a certain amount of fear in the average person. Yeah, for the average person, you're absolutely right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's fine I mean whatever I mean this is not that big of a deal for Amber like she's done way dumber shit than this she was younger probably but like I don't know it hasn't occurred to her that she should be freaked out about that okay um, Amber you are this pinpoint of green light that exits out of the bottom of the Coriolis and swims this gap downward toward the crack in the ground and from outside the ship we see that pinpoint of green light just vanish as you swim into the fissure zooks you feel uh you you feel amber swim into your shell it's almost like it's painful almost it feels like a uh it feels like a like a dental operation like something is not supposed to do that um and I want you to make a make a wisdom saving throw for me to see to to, to sort of maintain composure. Can I help? Um, I ha- I I. If you can tell me how you could help with this role, yes, I can. I have a spell okay. called Calm Emotions. You see. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Tell me yes. what that does. So uh, I can sus- suppress strong emotions uh, in in a group of people. Uh, they can choose to make a Christmas saving roll or they can choose to fail. Um, and if it fails, then I can suppress an effect that is causing someone to be frightened. Okay. Um, or I can nullify, uh, just basically make them feel not emotions make them indifferent about creatures that they were hostile towards. So let's let's use the the game mechanics here and say because Zooks you are uh, of two minds so to speak, I think you do need to save and see if see if you fail against this. So make a make a we'll ignore that I will be a benevolent DM and say ignore that dog shit 2 plus 1 wisdom saving throw that you just rolled uh and do a charisma saving throw. Uh, to see if this calm emotion spell has an effect on you. And just to be clear, Travis, you want Zooks to fail this roll so the spell yes. takes effect. In. Okay, so rolling low would be good for Zooks right now as you make this charisma saving throw. Which in that is my- case, look for a 20. 
Or nice. two. That's All right. three minus Great one. Bad roll that. That's a wonderful bad roll. It finally paid I off. Wanna, way to not way to not come through in the clutch. I want to thank all the people that made this possible. Sure. That's a really successful failure. Thank you so much. I think the way that you know to do that, Devo, is as Amber like enters the fissure, like everything shakes and uh and and groans. And, you know, you can't necessarily, you're not in direct communication with Zooks right now, but through that line, what do you, what do you, all your magic is uh, verbal, Vocal, right? Like, yeah. what do you do? Um, what do you do to calm emotions? This is for good. This, this thing that is happening. This is something that needs to happen. She is here to help. There is something that is not supposed to be there. Basically, it's just I'm going for a really almost like ASMR, like monotone. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to counteract what would be kind of spikes of emotion with a really like low level, like everything is all right. This is what is supposed to be. Tingles. You're getting such tingles. (laughs) Black is going Uh, to remove the things that is hurting. But it's itchy. It's so itchy. Yes, but this is like uh, the the thorn in the paw. Mm-hmm. This is not supposed to be there, and when it is removed, it will be better. We are fixing, and sometimes fixing something hurts, but this is for the best. All right, just to hurry, because it it really I want to get back to. To normal life. Yes, of course. Just stay calm. Uh, and that slows the the shuddering. And Zooks, you feel a little too at ease, maybe. Um, I don't know that you are fully cognizant of the fact that you are the Brynar Zooks occupying the brain of this clam right now. Like, I think that that... I, I don't know that you know that or can remember that right now, which is good for the people uh, out, outside because you have not uh, brought this cave crashing down on top of them. I um, must not fear. Fear <laughs> is the mind killer. Fear is a little death that brings total obliteration. I Yet another fear. of our ongoing uh, viral marketing for Dune. Is there <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. that we've done viral <laughs> Dune marketing? Um. Devo. Thank you to Warner Brothers, obviously, <laughs> for the huge leap of faith. And Dennis, the good director guy, and, um, well, Tim. Obviously. Yeah. Chalamet. Timmy C. Tim Chalamet. Tim Chalamet. Chalamet. Tim Chalamet. Tim Chalamet. Timmy Charles. It's like he, he requests we call him. Um, Devo, make a perception check for me. Uh, I will do that for you. Uh, that's an 11 plus 3, a 14. The, the uh, bridge is exposed now, right? The Coriolis bridge, you know, pops in and out as yeah, you, yeah. We're, uh, we're as you need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what you think is a crack in the the glass viewport of this bridge, and the crack starts to spread uh, and branch, but maybe with another one of these soft flashes coming from the fissure, you realize that it is not a crack. It is some of that white webbing from the ribbon worm. Uh-huh. And it is slowly spreading down the front of the uh, of the bridge here and trying to inch its way into the Coriolis. Well shit. I'll leave that there for now and jump to Amber. Uh, Amber, you are free diving into this abyss and and that is the only word that could describe this because it feels like the deeper you go the closer you are getting to the source of this light but also the slower you are moving and also the bigger and wider this chasm is getting uh and there is debris now sort of all around scattered all around and it's some of it is just sort of floating weightlessly well, I mean, I guess everything, most things float weightlessly in the water uh, when they float, but but they are at scales that, like, does not make any sense whatsoever. There is a, a ship, like an old, rusted, you know, hollowed-out ship that is smaller than you, and there's an anchor that is much, much, much larger than you that is sort of burrowed into the, the, the crack here. You are diving down through this debris... And you feel the hairs on the back of your neck 
stand up. I guess I'll kind of like look around to see if I can see anything. Uh, make an investigation check for me. Thirteen. Okay. I, you have to slow down a little bit. You have to like slow down your free dive into this into this crevasse to get your bearings. With an investigation check of thirteen, you can't see anything right now out of the ordinary. Mm. Um, but you know because of who you are what is close by to you. Fuck. And then there's a flash of green light. Yeah, it's my fucking fists. Extending. Almost instinctually. And the flash of your arms extending are met with the flash of a massive injured blink shark that appears just feet in front of you and you just manage to catch its jaws with your your ghostly hands as it crashes into you attempting to swallow you whole. Griff. Yeah. Now she's scared. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.